Welcome to the Random Wellness Podcast with your host, Nicole Van Quaito, nutritionist, owner, Simply Nick, and taco enthusiast. Join me each week for all things random wellness, including intuitive nutrition, entrepreneurship, holistic living, good vibes, and a dash of woo-woo. I hope this podcast gives you a good laugh, teaches you something new, and helps you up-level your health. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy today's episode. Like, so even in that situation, so we're just chatting about like, you know, moving through things and, and like really like hard times that you don't notice are actually hard times in the moment. It's almost like you block it out because you're like in survival mode. Your brain is just like, get through this, you know, just power through, get through this. And then you forget it because it was like so traumatic. Your brain literally is like, tuck that away, you know, (laughs) and then it may come up like tomorrow. It may come up 20 years from now. Yeah. Or like never at all. And it just gets like stored in the body, like, like just deep, deep, deep within until you like maybe have a moment to process it. Or like, if you have that conscious awareness to process it at the time, beautiful, you know, but sometimes, yeah, you're like literally like fight or flight. Let's get through like, just do, do. And how many kids did your mom have? Was there three, 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 three. That's a lot. (laughs) Yeah. I know. I'm like, I, I honestly just don't, we're also just like talking about how crazy it is that like women have to show up to work and like do like a nine to five or shift work when they're pregnant and feel like absolute garbage. It's mm-hmm. like, again, I think it's that survival mode. You're almost just like, you have to show up and somehow your body just like mind over matter. I don't know. Yeah. Cause I don't have the mind over matter right now. <laughs> like I try, I tried fighting it and it goes horribly. Like I end up like passing it, like sitting out on the couch, yeah. like my computer on my lap. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, and I, and I know everyone's like, every woman's cycle is different, but also yeah. everyone's pregnancy is different. There's no, like, you can't put a woman in a box about this stuff, no. right? Like it's, it's so subjective. It's just like completely all over the place. And we we're just chatting about how even like when, you know, intense periods and hormonal stuff, like I could not be in an office space when I have my period. It's so bad. Um, and that's something that's shifted throughout my life as well. But I cannot imagine like, yeah, like you were talking about being pregnant, driving to a shift work job in the middle of winter commuting and then being on your feet for like 12 hours, 16 yeah. hours, and then driving back and like doing life. And if you have no kids, great. If you have two kids at home, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> out. yeah. And it honestly, like, I know I shouldn't like think this far into the future, but like, obviously now that I'm in this phase of my life, I'm like, holy crap like I know I can do it because every like so many people have done it right but I'm like Mm -hmm. how do people do it like how do people actually have multiple children and like function and have successful careers and I was telling Martina before this is like this week I just had a huge week of emotions where I like literally cried hysterically like two days in a row and like everything from like wanting french fries to like (laughs) (laughs) like having an identity crisis to like being scared of like giving birth like everything just like came up and Mm -hmm. that was like one of them I was like how am I I've like identified so much with my career and like business for so long and I love doing it and this pregnancy is like just kind of like you know gave my ego a little bit of a shaking and I was like saying to Brennan I'm like I don't feel like myself yeah. Like I don't feel like me right now because I'm not doing what I usually do and like what I 
want to do and my to-do list is like keeps growing and not nothing's getting checked off right and it's like kind of coming to terms with like that that's also okay mm-hmm. but also like I'm like well people still run businesses and have careers so like what the heck like I'm assuming I'm gonna just figure it out at some point I don't know <laughs> well and I think that it does you know take a village you know we used to do yeah. this as a community we used yeah. to do this as literally a village you know and I I think I've mentioned this potentially in a previous episode but this book is like the best book ever it's called the red tent um it's so good oh I cannot remember the name of the author but if you look up the red tent and it's really about the experience of how women used to bleed together if they had children it was like you know you take them while I go do this and you know it was very very communal experience and you know that's that's how we used to do this and now we have this like thing that you can't ask for help you can't ask for support because we have this like idea of superwoman super mom you know that's doing absolutely everything with her five kids and like running a successful multi-million dollar business it's but like nobody talks about hey she like you know probably ask for some support (laughs) and you can and like what is this ego that we can't you know like this part of our ego that's like no I, I I can do this all by myself that is so, that is like literally, I feel like you're speaking to my soul right now. That literally <laughs> came up last night because there's so oh, many man. funny memes where like Capricorn's like not asking for help. And like literally last night I said to Brendan, I was like, I'm asking for help right now. I was mm-hmm. like, and this is not hard. It took me like 10 minutes to get the words out. <laughs> I was like, he had like walked past the door and I'm like, no, don't quite have it yet. And I was like, I need your help he's like was that so hard I was like yeah it took me 10 minutes just to get those words out wow yeah and it's like and I know it's not just a Capricorn thing it's I think just mm-hmm. like women in general like just trying to do it all and like even like we're talking about like having your period it's like if you have a horrible like period or if you have like endometriosis and stuff it's mm-hmm. like you're still expected to kind of power through and do your usual but it's like why isn't there like more support for like women like in well, the space? And it's if you like it's so unfortunate that I mean, and I'm just speculating here, but there's lots yeah. of reasons because you know, before we were women in the kitchen and just taking care of the kids and mm-hmm. and stay not just, but we were. You yeah. know, this is a hard job in itself, a super hard job in itself, staying at home. And then we had to prove ourselves, you know, prove to ourselves in the world that we could do that and yeah. be in the workforce and have a horrible period and have a like traumatic pregnancy. And, you know, we had to do it all. And then we just like normalized that, (laughs) you know? Yeah. She's pregnant and she's still got a shift work job and working in a factory and, and doing this like, but then that became normal. So we normalized that. And now we're like backtracking going, Hey, like that's not always the best approach. Rest is productive asking for help is productive, but we had to prove ourselves as women that we are like just as equal and powerful as men. And it's like, Hey, they're not carrying a human being. Like, <laughs> Also we're doing yeah. all of that. And you know, all of these other things. So it's now we're going back to this place of, Oh, wait a second. Let's rethink that celebration of doing all of that while experiencing like a physical response. Yeah. And like emotional too. Like, oh, like God, yeah. imagine like if I was like at an office job this week and I also just had like 
and mental breakdown I was crying about everything under the sun from like french fries to like having identity crisis like your coworkers would be like um yeah. HR <laughs> uh, HR maybe you need to go for a walk Nicole yes. I'd be like I'm too pregnant to walk <laughs> Yeah. But imagine if there was, and I think this is really shifting and changing in like corporate culture as well, where we're like actually being like, okay, you need a mental health day. That's cool. Whereas before you would have to like, like, you know, like hush up and ask HR and say like, this isn't a mental health day, but you're taking it off as like a sick day. We wouldn't like acknowledge Mm -hmm. the fact that, Hey, life is hard right now. Um, you know, cause if you expose that quote unquote weakness, like you weren't, um, you weren't reliable, you weren't a hard worker, you know, you weren't successful, whatever. You're not doing the best job in comparison to your coworker who's probably also going through something hard, you know, (laughs) or your girlfriend or whoever that's also going through something hard. And it's like, why are we pretending like nothing is going on when a lot of shit is going on? And like, how much more productive is it actually to just like take those days than like force yourself through it? It's like, you're not getting anything done when you're like mentally checked out or physically checked out. Like, I mean, that's what I learned, had to learn the hard way during this pregnancy. It was like, I would try to like skip the nap or like, mm-hmm. and like keep doing the work, but then I would get nothing done. Cause I was just thinking about how bad I want to nap the whole time. Yeah. Like, and then you're also making mistakes. You're like, Oh, that's not what I meant to do. <laughs> literally. And like my brain, we're talking about how I literally have intense baby brain right now. And like, couldn't even remember where I even wrote down what we're supposed to talk about today. <laughs> it's like, yeah, Nicole, like freaking take a chill pill and like rest, rest, because clearly you're not functioning mm-hmm. at full capacity. <laughs> well, and if you think about it, whatever it is you're going through, and this is for everybody, pregnancy, yeah. not pregnancy, life totally. situations, this, you will not have this experience again for a while right or you know what I mean so if if you like really tap into okay I'm going through a separation I'm pregnant I'm you know changing careers I'm having a health issue you're not gonna have this moment in time again most likely like the the chances of this repeating exactly as they are is not gonna happen like 100% the same way so why don't you just rest (laughs) Right. You know, like, why don't you just take the moment to go, hey, this is really effing hard right now. And I need to acknowledge this. And that is okay. Yeah. Now, like, what would you tell people who are like, going through maybe like something that's like hard, but also positive at the same time? Like, I'm just thinking like pregnancy, but there's also probably so many other examples of like, just life changes. It's like, maybe you're like moving or like, I don't know, right? Like, there's like, maybe something that's sad, but also there's like, something good it's like how do you also like embrace that because it's like right now it's so hard easy to be like negative and like sad about things when there's also so much to be excited for and I'm like okay I need to stop being such a negative Nelly and like also embrace this very short really time in my life like very short yeah well I think like I always talk about things being like a blip in time you know like what you're going through as shitty as it can feel yeah again, like if it's like these major life experiences, it's a blip in your entire lifespan, you know? And if you can look at it like, okay, nine months, 10 months, whatever, like, yeah, that's going to be shit. (laughs) If you're like, I'm super nauseous or, you know, I have to pack up my entire life and move and downsize or, you know, what is 
and I don't like to put like a positivity bandaid on it. Like, totally. because you need to be like, yeah, for in the moment, sometimes this is shitty, but life is happening for me, not to me. Like what a beautiful mantra to like almost repeat. Like, okay. If you're going through something challenging, like I'm, I'm just using moving as an example, how can I make my next space? Like, so me, so beautiful. What can I let go of? What kind of, like, can I sell off some things? Can I, you know, gift some things? Can I bring them to the women's shelter for someone else to use? That's going to have so much joy in that, you know? And even thinking about that, I'm like, oh, like I'm getting like kind of tingly. Cause I'm like, that feels so good. Even just thinking about it. Mm. And for you, like, you know, I'm just using you as an example yeah, yeah. pregnancy. Like you're going to have a human in your arms. That's going to like, love you. And you're going to love it. Like, is there anything better? I don't know. Sorry, not to yeah. <laughs> no, I, As I'm sweating, you guys can't see me, but I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> I'm so excited, but also pooping my pants. <laughs> yeah. And I think there's, we are, you know, we are beings of duality in a sense where you can experience pleasure and pain in the same <laughs> realm. Like you, you don't have to be one or the other. You can be this and that, like sadness like sadness and joy, you know, pleasure and pain, fear and love, right? So you can have all of those things, but it's when we start to deny and push these parts of ourselves away that, you know, you're you're denying a huge part of the experience and a huge part of yourself. Yeah. I think that's like exactly like what I'm experiencing right now is like, there's like the pain, but there's also like the pleasure and like the good things that are coming from it. It's like acknowledging the pain and being okay with it, but also like not getting to that rut of like only focusing on the negative when there's like so much good. And I, and like, this is like just my example, but like I was even like talking to a friend who's had like a career change and stuff. And it's like a hard shift. It was like something that they wanted, but at the same time, it was harder than I think what they were expecting. And it was like, and like, here I am, like, you know, sharing this with other people, not taking my own advice as we always do, right? And I was yeah. like, this is a great learning opportunity. Like, this will be great on your resume. Like, you're also very new to the role. Like, saying all these things that are like, you know, to bring the positive side out of it, even though it is a difficult time for this person. And I'm like, now I'm like, wow, maybe if I just listened to my freaking self, that would be helpful. <laughs> Isn't that always how it goes? And like, I can speak to this too, while I still go through something, right? Challenging. So it is, you know, we are multi-emotional. We have like, like you experienced the other day, emotion here, emotion there. Like we have these emotions and emotions are energy in motion. So Mm -hmm. to experience them moving through our body, you know, you can do things to get things out, like movement, journaling, meditation, et cetera, et cetera. But can you actually learn to sit with like, what is truly going on? That is the challenge, right? The only way out is through the more we avoid and, and push down. And that's when that bottle up or emotion or eruption happens in often not a, like a, an optimal way at our loved ones, you know, <laughs> at the person in the grocery store, like yeah. at your kids. Um, so if you can like take pause and there's like power in that pause to go, okay, something's coming up. I'm feeling this somatically in my body. I'm feeling this in my chest. I'm feeling this in my gut. What is it? Can I like go back? Okay. What is this feeling? Naming it is really, really, really powerful. Mm -hmm. This is fear. When you name it, something shifts. It's like, it takes the power away from 
like you, you get the power back. It's like, I am experiencing fear right now. Okay. What is the fear? Go back, go back, go back, go back. You know, I am scared of delivery and I'm just, I'm scared of the delivery process. I'm scared of what happens when I hold that person in my arms. I'm scared of feeling and whatever it is. Like, and you get to the root cause and then you discover I'm in charge. I'm in charge of, is this story mine? Is this from childhood? Is this society's I'm going really deep here. (laughs) Um, or is this like a made up story in my head? Is this, you know, like whatever it is, you, you get to name it and you get to declare it, but also you get to choose like, this is not for me anymore. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's so true. Cause I think that like this week was like the first time I was like, I'm scared. Like, I think I've like, kind of like mentioned in passing, like, Oh, like, being a first-time mom is like scary ha 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 like you know like everyone's you know just guessing lol like almost making light of it but I was like I am scared of like this this and this and then I am sad about this this and this and it was like the first time I literally actually put like a emotion to what I was feeling I wasn't just like oh yeah like I am worried about this blah blah I was like I am like legitimately scared I am legitimately sad about and it was like whoa like yeah it only took however many months to come out but here we are (laughs) (laughs) but like that's really powerful and I think when you label it and and I mean I like to journal just because I'm I like to see that tactile like using of my hand and seeing it on paper and the visual part of that um, experience when you write down like what your exact fears are you actually like meet them and you're like, yeah, that's what I'm scared of. Rather than sometimes when we don't acknowledge what's actually going on, we, we are like almost like a slave to our emotion and a slave Mm. to our, mm, yeah, fear, I guess. And like, you don't even know what, why, and that's where the power goes. So you're like, and we, like, we explained a situation, both of us trying to find our headphones and we're like, <laughs> these other people and we're like, blah, 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 blah. Right. And it's like, whoa, when I actually paused to think about where the freaking headphones were, I was like, oh, I just like blamed about 14 other people <laughs> rather than acknowledging that I was the one that cleaned that shit up and like tucked it away somewhere. And my fear was that someone stole them. Yeah you know, and then it wasn't me, you know, (laughs) everyone except me. (laughs) Yeah. And like that eruption was directed at other people Yeah, or yeah, it was actually my own shit. (laughs) I messed up. Yeah. Right. Your phones are a great analogy for, (laughs) I I feel like truly your phones and keys. Like that's like the first thing we want to like blame on someone else. (laughs) Yeah. And also like the awareness, like, oh, the first thing I did was just blame somebody else. Yeah. I didn't take a moment to go, where did I put them or where could I have put them? Why am I fearing losing like a silly object when I can figure it out? Like I can just do this session without the earphones. If I really need to, everything is figure outable, you know, that is true. Also going kind of back to like that journaling thing. I think Mm -hmm. that is such a good idea and I've never been a journaler. Like I've never enjoyed the process, but I feel like if I like legit just listed those fears and those things that made me sad I could be like okay like what action can I take then to like get rid of the sadness yeah literally it's like okay I'm sad about this okay like what can I do then to like reverse that feeling 
and like maybe it is just like kind of wallowing in the feelings for a bit or maybe it's literally being like I need to call this person and ask for help yeah right like well, and I, something so simple <laughs> and I don't want to say get rid of or you know push away because yeah. they're, they're there for a reason. Like there is purpose because you're trying to tell us something, yeah. you're trying to tell us something about the way either our brain is functioning or the stories we're telling ourselves, the emotions that we haven't dealt with from like, I don't know, however many years ago. Yeah. So like the sadness and the emotion is real. And when you label it, you can go, yeah, like I'm really grieving the fact that, you know, I'm going to, I'm just going to use your, yeah. as an example again, like lose my independence as like, I can just walk out the door whenever I want to, you know, as a, as a new mom, you know, you do have a human to to take care of. I'm going to, but I'm going to actually grieve that. Yeah. You know, can I learn to look at that, acknowledge it, grieve it, and then move through that to acceptance? Like, yeah. Okay. I'm, there's a part of my identity that I'm going to have to let go of. I can be sad about that. Right. You know, and I, and I don't, I like, I, yeah, like quote unquote wallow in it, but like be sad about it. Totally. Why? Because yeah. that could come up now or it could come up when your kiddo is two and then you're like resentful and pissed off and yeah. struggling, you know? So if you can learn to do it in the moment and that is like, you know, we are human beings. We're not human doings. We're human. We're here to be and experience every part of the humanness and the emotions are a huge part of being human. Right. So rather than pushing away and pretending this shit doesn't exist, do it, you know, like be in it. <laughs> yeah. And like, I think it's good too to like take responsibility like for those emotions. Um, but at the same time, like it's kind of nice if you have someone like in your corner who's like kind of like matter of fact about things. Cause I said these things out loud to Brendan and like his responses are freaking hilarious. I was yeah. like talking about like giving birth and like postpartum and like how crazy that is and like. I know I've known this before I was even pregnant like what to expect right and he's like well have you talked to your midwife or doula about this <laughs> about how you're feeling I was like no he goes should you <laughs> I was like yes. yeah colleague isn't that kind of what we pay them for and I was like yeah I guess so he's like he's like I feel like I can't really help you in that regard um so yeah like maybe uh ask them for help like just so like matter of fact like so have you done this very basic step yet and I'm like <laughs> no yeah. so, good point like it's just kind of funny to have that like reflection of like oh yeah that was actually a really easy answer that I like could have figured out but it just would have taken me longer and he was just like and here is here you go on a platter. <laughs> yeah, like literally on a platter. I can't help you with this, but here's people who can. And I'm right. like, oh, how about that? And okay. Like the idea that you could ask for help and support. Whoa, right? Whoa. Whoa. Craziness. And, and when and when emotions are high, intelligence is low. So like that makes sense that in those moments you're like could not logically think of I need to, this is a step I could take. You know, I need to reach out or I need to like journal or whatever those steps are when we're in our emotions we're in our emotions and there's like a lot to be said about being or identifying as female and you know being pregnant having you know moving through your cycle and and sometimes yeah hormones are definitely 100% going to affect us because that's a real thing you can't deny that um but you know, just to acknowledge like, oh, I'm having a really emotional time can you like sit with it and like it's interesting the more you become 
in touch or allow for the emotion to move through you, the faster it moves through you, you learn how to take the power back. And then you can move into that logical part going, okay, yeah, I'm going to call my therapist. I'm going to make an appointment. I'm going to call the doula, you know, <laughs> or if you, if you call a healer. In, you just would have kept going and having these thoughts in your own head. Whereas now it's like, I let them out. And I'm like, even some of the things I'm like, I don't even actually have to ask help for this. I just had to say it aloud. I think like, I right? just like literally say it and just like get it out of my system and just like move on. It was like, it was kind of funny that way. And then there's obviously the very, like for him, very obvious, like, um, why you ask this person for help on this? Have you talked to this friend who's experienced this? They can probably help you. And I'm like, no, I haven't. Uh, do you think they would care if you message them? I'm like, no. Oh, well, maybe text them today. Oh, okay. Like, <laughs> okay, cool. Thanks, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, and also like when you speak it or you journal it or you like actually acknowledge it, it's like a declaration yeah. that you're like, going to move through this. You're going to deal with this, whether it is talking to someone, asking someone or journaling yourself or like just being like, Hey, I need help. What a declaration. Like every time. And I think I've talked, I can't remember if I've talked about this before, but like words have frequency words have vibration, you know, and that is like that help says something to your body. It's like, I'm willing, I'm vulnerable. I'm willing to be vulnerable. I'm willing to like accept help, criticism, whatever it is. Like I'm declaring this. I'm declaring this to the world, to you, to me, to everyone around that like, this is now the situation rather than pushing it down, pretending it's not happening again, like that pretending, like I can power through. No, it's like, it's a declaration. And like, that's why there are these really sacred, like mantras are sacred because there there's a vibration and frequency to them that shifts something within the body. Mm, I feel like that's something I need to like get back into. Mm-hmm. Like, Cause you and I, and I've talked about this, it's like when I hired you to like, just do morning meditations with me, it's like, I actually was just thinking about that the other day. I was like, those days were like, started so differently. Yeah. You know? And it was like, just breathing or like having a mantra in my head for like five minutes. It's like that little piece of like self-care was like insane. Yeah. And it's coming, as you know, from someone who like did not really meditate and like, is very analytical and I can say that like for myself at least in that experience was like crazy and I'm like the other day I was thinking I was like I don't need to get like just like back into like not even like a consistent routine but like even if I'm just like maybe going through a week like this just to kind of like sit down and pause and like have that you know in my head and whether it's two minutes or ten minutes or whatever it may be just like well, and I was just going to say, like, it didn't, it wasn't like a half hour. It was like no. two to five minutes. Literally. We all have two to five minutes, you know, when we're scrolling the phone or, you know, just numbing out in front of the, in front of Netflix, you have those two to five minutes. We just don't make time for it. Yeah. And I'm saying this, like, I also like, I'm at fault for this hundred percent. We forget right. that we have these tools that are free in our toolbox that are simple, but sometimes we, I will say this, like, sometimes we almost want to be a little bit of the victim you know what I mean we don't want to acknowledge that we have the power to shift this we're like no I want to stay here you know and 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 yeah like wallow but like beyond wallow wallow you know what I mean you can wallow but like sometimes we're like no this is really hard and we get to be that child that you know is is you know having that experience again but as an adult and then we don't shift things 
Yeah. We choose not to, right? So true. It was like those couple days I had that were like very high in terms of like emotions. And then it's like that next day, I was still like not feeling like, but I was like, and it's not like I like forced myself. It's not like I was like, all right, I'm going to answer hundred emails and like do all this stuff. But I was like, you know, I just gotta like ease myself back into like, I can't just sit here and like, like you said, like wallow in this. Like I can still like acknowledge I'm not myself and that I still need support, but I'm gonna like do this one thing that I need to like send off. And I'm gonna send off these couple of messages and then, you know, maybe I'll just like take it easy the rest of the day or whatever it may be. And I found that's a huge shift for me because usually I'd be like, and then I'm gonna distract my mind with work so that I don't have to deal with my emotions. Yeah. And, and what we're talking about is what we call like radical responsibility, right? Can I take radical responsibility for my own shit? Mm -hmm. Like as adults, basically we all we're doing is like rehashing slash reliving childhood traumas right? (laughs) back again, but like learning our triggers, learning what makes us feel sad, learning what even like our life, like in relation to what we're going on, what's going on in our life right now, how that's affecting us. And can we take the radical responsibility to go, Hey, I'm not going to distract myself through work. I'm going to actually just like learn to sit with this discomfort, which sucks. (laughs) It's really the worst. Like it's actually this feeling you're like, this kind of feels like trash. And like, but at the same time, it's like, when you don't, then you're just, it just going to boil up again. It piles on and it piles on and every new life experience, it's challenging. Yeah. It just keeps going and keeps going. And it's like, I, I, funny enough, I used to use this as an analogy for our liver, but Hey, our liver is so associated to this because yeah. it's un, like things were literally filtering and filtering emotions. But it's like when you were like, like, I use this example of like sitting at a desk and like someone puts a piece of paper on your desk and you're like, yeah, I got that done. And they yeah. take and they put 10 more and then five fifty more and then 500 more. And eventually you're just like, I'm so overwhelmed. I'm just not going to deal. Yes. Right. Yeah. And so when we learn to sit with those emotions, and of course it doesn't have to be the 500 all at once, but it can be one. We're now like doing ourselves such a service physically, emotionally, mentally, physio- like physiologically as well. Like our, our organs take on all of this stuff too. We're having to filter and deal with it. This yep. every stress that we put on ourselves is now, you know, become a stress response situation. So can you learn to go, okay, I'm going to be real uncomfortable right now for like probably five to 10 minutes moving through sadness or, you know, shame or grief or whatever, but I'm going to do this so that later I'm not having to deal with like millions of this thing. Yeah. I just exaggerated it, but like, yeah. yeah. Well, like even think about it as like our nutritionist selves, like how many times have we worked with people in the past? And it's like, they're only coming to us because they've let all these things compound to the point that now they have like all these digestive issues and obviously you can get like digestive issues from like getting a parasite or like, you know, like very, like you ate this. Visceral things. Yeah. 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 But like how many times really with like hormone and like digestive imbalances, it's like, it's actually just been years or months of like all this stuff compounding to the point that their physical body is now responding in a way. And they usually don't come to you knowing that could have been from stress and like, you know, holding in emotions. But a lot of times it is, it's like your body is like, doesn't know what to do to the point that now it's like, you know, you're having issues with your digestion and your hormones are off and like your skin's breaking out and like you're fatigued and blah, blah. And it's like, yeah. Cause you had just been pushing everything to the side. 
100%. for a long ass time. I know. And, and I think that's why I'm sure maybe even yourself, I'm again, just speculating, but that's also why I moved away from the nutrition because this was so much more, this was a spiritual thing. This like 80 to 90% of the nutrition was stress and stress from like, it was almost like beyond my scope. Like I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a psych, like a therapist. This was stuff that you had to deal with from like 40 years prior that you never were, you know, encouraged to deal with. And now it's coming up in physical form and our body screams, it whispers and then it starts screaming, right? (laughs) Where it's like, Hey, you haven't dealt with this. And it is such an emotional experience. And every organ is associated with an emotion. If you go into the Chinese medicine, you know, like, and not even just Chinese medicine, so many different modalities of the Eastern, like that's what they deal with. They're like, what are you actually suppressing? What are you not dealing with? What has, and this could be traumas from, you know, like generational trauma you know if you look at study I think there are studies I think it was in um I think it was oh where's Dracula Romania you know the way like their cell their cells have changed generationally the DNA of their cells has changed to deal with really tough shit so like the people of Romania um can actually deal with a lot like they can shut down a lot easier than maybe other gender or other um cultures because the trauma that was in their country was so intense that like it shifted wow. it shifted their genes so yeah like it it's just it's a lot <laughs> the emotional experience connected with the spiritual connected with the physical you can't deny that trifecta of like impact on yourself and your body yeah. Oh, I'm like the same in terms of like the nutrition side of things. It like, and I would even make recommendations to clients and like have like, okay, you need to address stress. And like, sometimes they'd be like, yeah, like definitely I'm like high stress and blah, blah, blah. But like, there's only so much you can do as a practitioner in that space, other than like recommending a therapist or recommending, you know, they work on like the self-care side of their life and yeah, I, I was like, okay, I had clients that were like eating super healthy that would come to me and like exercising. And I'm like, how do I tell them that it's their perfectionist mentality that's like literally like probably causing a lot of their issues, right? Yeah, a lot of their issues. So no, I'm like totally was on the same page in terms of like the nutrition thing. I was like, this is emotionally exhausting for me because mm-hmm. I feel like I'm a therapist and I'm like, I like didn't want to like interrupt people like, while they're talking, but I want to also be like, I can't hold this space for you. Yeah. Like, like also kind of legally, like you need to like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I yeah, I'm-, I'm not qualified to help you work through this issue. Um, but of course they're all like with gut health clients, which was like who I was seeing that was like, all of them had some sort of like stress or yeah, essentially stress whether it was years of stress or like a current stressful situation. And I, I even like think about, cause like I was told I had IBS from like a really young age. And I actually, now that it's like have it under control. I mean, at the time I was like, this is the worst. Yeah. I'm actually kind of like grateful for it because it is such an easy way for me to tell what's going on with my emotions because I can literally, I was like a couple of weeks ago, I was like really anxious while I was eating lunch and 
this is gonna sound gross but I don't really oh. care because this is like me the health stuff <laughs> and I remember like literally feeling anxious while I was eating lunch and I was like trying to slow down my breathing and mm. I like couldn't get that sensation out of like my chest while I was eating and I'm like I honestly feel like I didn't even like digest that and sure enough the next morning I did not digest that lunch it like literally came out in my stool and I was like wow like that is yeah like a direct correlation of like the stress and anxiety I was feeling and my physical health and I'm like I'm just lucky enough that I'm so in tune with my body and that it is as, as sensitive as it is that I can like be like yep that's I, what that was that's what that was <laughs> and it's like so if my bowel movements are irregular especially like with my emotions I'm like I can pinpoint it now and be like yeah, yeah I had a stressful week whereas like I think some people it's like if they don't have those pre-existing conditions it's like they have to go through it for a lot longer until they start having digestive issues or hormone imbalances and then they're like oh what is this from I've never had this before whereas like I've been dealing with this since I was a kid so I'm like oh oops yeah probably a little too stressed and I'm experiencing xyz and it sucks but also I can't deny it because it's physically coming out in my face (laughs) Right. And like, what a beautiful way to give power to someone who does have like a a condition of any sort. Like, Hey, when you have a flare up, you know, something is off. Right. So, wow. Like, like for the quote unquote average person that doesn't have something, they may never know until they hit that like wall or rock bottom or like intense, uh, like health issue, which would really suck versus if you're like, I have IBS, I have an autoimmune issue. I have something like that. Then, you know, Oh, something's starting to flare. Something is off, whether it's something I'm doing to my, like not to myself, but like eating something I'm eating or I'm in a really tough situation in life or something like stress is just ex- uh, like definitely affecting my body. Like that is so powerful. So yeah. what a like blessing in a disguise, you know, to have that, like, yep, something is going on. And I'm thinking about when you're, you know, having an experience like that, I'm eating and I have this anxious feeling, it's not going away. Can you write down or even, and again, it doesn't always have to be in written form. Like I even encourage my clients to like, get your voice note out. I'm having anxiety. I'm sitting here eating this food and I'm having anxiety and I just don't know where it's coming from. Where is this coming from? And like, ask yourself these questions, write down the word anxiety, Mm. you know, what, like, and then when you see that visual or hear the visual or hear yourself talking back to yourself or even taking the moment to like what you do did, like take the three breaths. Yes. I'm experiencing anxiety, acknowledging that that's where the power shifts. That's where you get to be like, yep, this is anxiety. Yeah. Where is it coming from? Oh, right. I had this really tough email that came through. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm pregnant and I'm giving birth to a human. Yep. <laughs> okay. You know, like, I don't know, whatever it is, or we're in a pandemic. Yep. That's still stressful, right? Like it's, it's all true and valid and real. And when we don't validate our own feelings, that's when we, you know, we shame ourselves for having them. And that's when we don't deal with them and they keep piling on and piling on. And then the next day something more happens and then it, you know, tips us off and all that ripple effect. So yeah. And like, do you know, um, Sasha Exeter, she's like, an yeah, yeah. I have like really enjoyed her content lately because she's been so open about her fibromyalgia and she like Mm. obviously with like COVID and like just life in general was like very stressful and she like recently had a really bad flare and she like took some time off of like social media 
and she's obviously a very like healthy person like she's like a fitness I guess kind of like influencer right yeah um and it was like refreshing to see someone like her be like even though she like lives a very healthy life it's like life got too much and there's all this stress in her life and it came out and she had a flare right and she was really struggling and she was like very open about it and I'm like there's probably so many people who are experiencing maybe not the fibromyalgia for example but like all the stress from the past couple years and it's just like built up built up and they're experiencing xyz and their body's just like you know feels like it's failing them and so obviously she has the insight and she's been dealing with this for years so she's doing what she typically does to help with flares and taking care of her body but I was just like damn like this is someone who's like healthy and active Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like knows her body and shares her experience too right yeah and is experiencing this so how many people are walking around right now who are like feeling like absolute garbage because they just don't know how to actually deal with their emotions and not necessarily, yeah, maybe they're eating more fast food and, you know, on the couch and watching more Netflix. Of course, that's going to play into it. But like, really, that's also probably them hiding from their emotions as well. Right? Yeah, exactly. I'll go back to that. Yeah. And like to come back to even meditation, like that is a time to sit down and get quiet with yourself, acknowledge like, Hey, yep, this is happening. And as much as we don't want to do that in the moment, it's a time to process, to process, to process. It doesn't mean you have to clear your brain and like have this white space and reach like Nirvana. It's like, no, this is actually sometimes a time to process and go, yeah, I'm feeling this way. Yeah. Like I'm actually feeling this way and I can feel this in my gut. You know, I can feel something brewing, um, you know, or where in my body am I actually feeling this? Yeah. And it's like going to manifest differently for different people. So mm-hmm. like, I mean, for me, it's like digestive issues, but it's also like tension headaches. Yeah. Another one. So like, maybe it's like, are you like, your shoulders are like up to your ears and you're like really tight and like your shoulders are sore, your head, you have like getting headaches, mm-hmm. your eyes, clenching jaw. Like, yeah you co- oh <laughs> that's another one for me too a lot of tension up here yeah. um, as you know or like is it like other just achy sore muscles like bloating gas like yeah. you just think oh it's because I ate like a burrito but it's like actually stress yeah so yeah there's so many so many like physical things that can happen like acne yeah huge huge people are like oh I'm getting mass neat mask knee is what they're calling it, which mm-hmm. I think is definitely a thing because like you're literally the bacteria yeah at the same time like how much is that is actually like stress well and like where is that from your liver like that's where your liver gets yeah. expressed is on the cheeks and like that area right so it's like hey my liver and liver is associated with anger like <laughs> oh, yeah. so if you're like not processing these emotions hello yeah it's gonna speak to you and like our skin is like a huge um indicator it's like the the, oh I did another podcast and what did she say like the skin is like a window it's like basically a window for like it's clear to show you what's going on internally oh it's so true it's like even like for myself like this is a very specific example but if I have like too much dairy it's like Mm -hmm. I get like rashy bumps on my face and it's like 100% oh my digestion's uh not uh up to par and it's literally showing on my face or like a stressful period of your life and like all of a sudden you have like those sore pimples like on your chin yeah and you're like 
that is that stress. I feel like if you're in tune with your body, you'll eventually pick up on those signals because you'll almost like start to correlate like certain types of like acne to like, oh yeah, that's because I like, you know, was wearing a mask all day versus like I, or like I ate ice cream when I shouldn't have versus like I was stressed. So it's, I think a lot of it comes down to like recognizing your emotions and like almost trying to make those correlations over time. Cause yeah. like I'm saying this as someone who's been experiencing this since I was a kid. So like for me, it's like so easy to be like, something's off and I like I know right away whereas like if you haven't had those experiences in your life you're gonna it, it'll take time to kind of get that intuitive like ping of like oh this is happening to me physically it's because of this yeah so like also give yourself grace because it's not like something you're gonna wake up the next day and be like oh wow like I'm so in tune I'm so in tune <laughs> with my body I'm experiencing this in my physical body it must be because of this like no like you can also deny it no there's there's definitely no connection absolutely not no No. and like once you once you start you can't stop right because you're like oh god I just woke myself up (laughs) or like if you are actually like lactose intolerant there's no way it was the cheese I just say absolutely not no 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 correlation (laughs) I still do that I know I'm lactose intolerant like there's zero correlation between the rash on my face and the brick of cheese I ate last night no absolutely not (laughs) no I love that. Well, I feel like we could jam out on this topic. We were even going to talk about this today, which is so funny. Um, I know. Like childhood stuff. And we'll get there. (laughs) But then I was like telling Martina about like how emotional I was this week. And we're like, why don't we just record this? Yep. So happy to be the guinea pig and share my experience because I know also it's relevant to like so many other areas of life, whether it's like your career. you know, just any really big change or small yeah. change, a bunch of small things accumulating over time to the compounding, right? The compounding effect, mm-hmm. you know, and then you end up crying about French fries, career <laughs> and babies all in the same five minutes. I was just going to the same moment, <laughs> same moment. You can literally cry about greasy French fries and giving birth. It's quite amazing. I mean, they're very related. <laughs> I also just like to say that I did get french fries yesterday so feeling a lot better about that part of emotional (laughs) breakdown I was gonna say you acknowledge that you wanted the french fries you went and got the french fries you had the french fries they're also very specific french fries too I should also clarify because I could go out and get like any type of french fry I wanted but like there's these trout fries at like this like restaurant in like Port Stanley and I (laughs) have not been able to get in because it's always so busy yeah when I finally got them this week I was like I just need them and if they don't let me in I'm breaking down the door and I'm getting them. <laughs> yes so yeah well, I'm glad you had the fries I'm glad thank you and thank you so much for being on here as always and sharing your wisdom because like the way you say things I'm just like yes oh like, thank exactly you like what I was experiencing or like what I needed to hear it's oh, like I'm I, so happy. I can just like tell you're like an intuitive human because you just like literally no like you literally say things I'm like oh my god like that's exactly what I needed to hear or like what I was like trying to say but like you just it's like you know well I I hope that landed <laughs> and I feel very honored to be called an intuitive human sometimes I mean I am human too like I yeah. you know experience real life shit so I, I appreciate that and thank you as always for having me like, oh I love God. coming on here. It's so fun. It ends up just us talking and being like, we need to hit record. <laughs> yeah. It's actually just us chatting. It's, it's our, like, weekly catch-up. 
Oh, really? Like, truly? Really, whatever's on our heart this week, it's like, all right, let's just record and just chat about it. So, yeah. yeah. And if you guys have any actual specific topics you want to hear, let me know because we I are can, open. We are open and I can actually like ask some specific questions to Martina. Not like I'm, I just kind of share random examples. You're like the one that has like the wisdom, but. <laughs> you have wisdom too though like and I think that that's a, it's so great because you know other people are probably moving through some things too and right, right now we're currently in fall which is a transition season and there's a uh, lot of people in transition right now so you know everyone's moving through what they're moving through and so it's always something always lands for everybody right in some way for sure yeah and of course I'll link all of your information in the show notes and also that book that you mentioned um yeah. I did write it down but my baby brain the red (laughs) so I promise it'll be in the show notes but I will have to look at my notes to clarify what it was called and find the author's name (laughs) yeah I have to find that because I don't remember I just know it's called the red tent and it like really okay so yeah all right well thank you so much and we'll do this again thank you Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode and don't forget to join the conversation over on socials at Simply Nick Nutrition and online at simplynicknutrition.com. 